He's right in front of me, and I can honestly tell him that I'm going to knock him spark out. Leaping right hand by the Prince. Ooh. And up hard left. And Kelly's down for the third time. And you're very welcome along to Off The Brawl, your weekly boxing show here on Off The Ball. You can watch us on YouTube or Facebook or get us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ronan Mullen, joined as ever by Andy Lee and Phil Egan, lads. How's it going? All good, yeah. Good. Back from our trip to Manchester, Andy. Yeah, it was nice. It was very nice. It was wet. The weather was wet, but other than that, it was yeah. a pretty good weekend, wasn't it? Well, it started off my great weekend, Phil. Did you just get to hang out together? Yeah, we met in the fight. Yeah, we hung out. I got a, a bird's eye view of the Sky production uh, process. Yeah, he was front row and centre. He had a good seat. It was good. Yeah. And it was a decent card. Yeah, it was a good card. Yeah, like, good card. The, the te- televised bouts were really good. Yeah. I thought. Specifically, like we'll get into them individually, but like it kind of built towards uh, the Colin Cash fight was really good. The Taylor fight was probably the highlight, I think, even taking the Irish tinted glasses off. It was the definitely the highlight of the night. And then Crawler, you know, crowning moment for everyone in the arena. So it, it was a really good night. Um, you were sitting beside Costello and Bunce. I saw you having a little bit of a bit of banter. Were they yeah, slagging you for abandoning them after? <laughs> I was listening into, into what Steve and uh, Mike were saying. Um, and then I was just rehashing that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <On> sorry. <laughs> no, if we could hear you. Yeah, yeah. If it fairly uh, belt out your uh, your post fight thoughts. Yeah. No, they had yeah. Natasha Jones, which was a good shout, you know, because um, the, the female voice. She'd been in there with Obanoff, who had fought. You know, she lost to Obanoff, and then obviously fought Katie. So it was, it was good. Good shout. And she was with Joe Gallagher as well. So in the in yeah, that Crawler, camp well, Crawler. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So you were holding the fort back here. How did Andy do on? Yeah, well, yeah. well, you look the par, by the way. You know, you might. Me and Anna Woolhouse were coordinating. Yeah, and uh, when you're Actually. doing your post-fight analysis, like, and the music is absolutely. Oh, you there, can't even hear. Like you just have to because you're hearing everything in the air as yeah. well, and it's just like you're just guessing, real lip reading half the time. But now I have to say, I was pro- and I said, I was it was probably wrong of me. I didn't make enough of the bad decision that you you're Kaga, you're Kaga. Frank Urkaga, Crawler's opponent got because yeah. he did win the fight and I kind of just brushed over the fact on my analysis and started to pay homage to Crawler you know yeah. um, so it was probably a, a misstep by me and um, I know, like, I've been thinking about it a lot because it was a whole weird the fight itself it was a weird setup. it was like a the, testimonial yeah and I'm not sure if there is room for sentiment in boxing you know it was a weird setup. Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, even the fact that it, it closed the show on a night where it was probably the least meaningful fight from a boxing point of view, granted the the uh, no, exactly. emotion of it and that, and trumped like, everything. But. Even in analysing it as a fight, why? Because there's nothing like, like we're not like, going to critique him because it's over. He's never yeah, going to throw yeah. a punch again. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if he never got his jab off. It doesn't matter if he never got, like, his hook wasn't at the right angle or he was move, wasn't moving his head. 
he's never going to have to do it again. So, but there is room for that in in sport and in boxing, where that's where he started. This is the closure to his career. I know what you mean in terms of I know, but boxing. I think if that's you like can't always if that's take the second round, if that's like the second fight of of an undercard to a big fight, that's fine. You yeah. know, um, something like you know my last fight. I knew it was my last fight, even though I didn't make a big deal of it in the garden. It was down the card. You, you have it. It's your own thing, and that's it. You know what? Mm. I don't know. Do you know. Yeah, but I mean, he, in fairness, he's been through a lot, and he's not going to turn down the opportunity to be the last out on a big night in Manchester. Mm. Local lad. I know, yeah. Even for logistics, it, it made sense because there would have been an exodus. Of course, yeah. And I, well, I don't believe there would have been an exodus now after seeing what we saw on Saturday. But like, even if 25% yeah. less people are in the arena, it's probably not quite the moment it was for Katie, which mm. is kind of a packed arena for what it was yeah. in terms of the capacity that I was know, I'm all for it was like, the, uh, yeah. the emotion. And so the, I must... Um, you're, a, you're a romantic film. Uh, I'm me. already thinking about the Crawler movie. <laughs> I'm thinking, who could play him? Am I seeing this wrong? Someone was breaking into his his neighbor's house. Yeah. He chases them. Yeah. And they crack his skull open. Yeah. Well, he chased them. He put his the life house. at risk. <laughs> yeah, but they were breaking into it. Yeah, well, that's he, fine. He, that's he, fine. He I, think, I think you get scared, them out of the house. You don't pursue them, though, do you? I think he pursued them because they were getting away. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I suppose in the moment you're kind of like. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I actually done a similar thing recently. Someone was trying to steal my neighbor's bike, and I regret it. I regret it because. Now my house is going to be targeted next, like breaking in the windows. They're only, you know, teenagers, but... Yeah. Like, I have a feeling they won't come back, Andy. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> you just showed them the... The liberties now, you, yeah. they wouldn't be, have much respect for the old the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm all on board there. Yeah. The, I'm just, well, I don't think, yeah. Well, that's set, set apart. I think what he's done in the ring, coming back like from... He had like four losses and three draws before he won a world title. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. And he lost to guys like Gary Sykes. Um, no shame in losing to him or Derry Matthews. Derry Matthews is a good fighter. Yeah, but they're domestic. You know, Derry Matthews was probably a bit better, just yeah. didn't get the breaks, you know. Um, so, like, for what he, for, like it is, as I said in the commentary, he's uh, professionalism and hard work. Mm. He's a t- like, he can show, he's a great, great example of how far you can go with those two things. And some talent, too, yeah. Yeah, and he's been on the show a couple of times. He did a career interview with Joe a couple of years ago, which is worth checking out if, if people are that way inclined. We should start with Katie Taylor, though, given the, the night that was in it. And, you know, the game plan was there from the start and she carried it through. And yet more history. It's been well chronicled now, but she joins Carl Frampton, Steve Collins as dual weight world champions. And it's just a great night for her. Yeah, what was it like watching it at home? Yeah, did it was translate just like the fight itself, whatever, but... One of the most like um, I don't know, not shocking, but like one of the most eye-opening thing was was the applause and the reception she got, and it carried on. It wasn't just like after the announcement that she was winning. It carried on. There were people who were just standing their feet yeah. clapping and, and, and appreciating that. Yeah, and I don't sure if that translated, but like I, in the arena, it was a real, real. You real, were both there for London 2012, were you? I was no. there. Yeah. No, that's like you get all the gigs. I, I wasn't at London. Oh, yeah, no. Andy was. Andy, Andy gets all the gigs. I was there paying my own way. <laughs> he was there. He was there as a fan. <laughs> He was there for today FM. Um, Murphy. It's probably Nathan, yeah. Yeah. He did well to get that gig. Yeah. Uh, like I, I wasn't even working in today FM at the time, but uh, yeah, like Eddie Hearn had said previously bef- like that Katie Taylor will not only just be known as this great Irish boxer, like people around the world will take her to their hearts as well. And I think Saturday night certainly proved that. But just okay, watching it 
she did exactly what we talked about last week that she had to do. And I don't know how Leonard Atu had any query about the, the decision yeah. after because she was made look pretty ordinary at times. She was swinging. There was a few times where she had Katie in a little bit of bother where you thought, okay, you got to get out of there. And Katie was able to get out of there. And she didn't do much damage to her. I know the, the, the eye was a little bit of an issue. But yeah, that is how she has to fight against these bigger fighters because she can't stand toe-to-toe with them. So I was delighted when I saw the performance because she did it early. It was the second round in particular. I remember thinking, wow, just fight like that. And she's done this before where she fights the first couple of rounds like that. But then almost, maybe she just thinks, yeah, you know, I'm better than this, 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 uh, this girl. So, you know, I'm going to stand there and trade with her. And then that's when the alarm bells start ringing. That's where I was worried if she does... Like Leonard Atu, some of the swings, you're thinking, you don't want to get in the way of that. And she didn't. So that's how she has to fight. If she fights for soon again, fight like that. Don't mind the, the sour grapes after when Leonard Atu and her, and her team were saying, that's not, that's not boxing. That is, is boxing not about hit and don't get hit? That's exactly what she did. Mm. So I'd have no problem if she does that in all her fights next year as well. Yeah, the dynamic of the press conference, I'm sure people have seen the quotes, but it was funny. So Taylor's up there doing her press conference, goes on for about 20 minutes, you know, it's just a very positive thing, future plans, etc. And then Lina Datu uh, sort of invades the press conference, takes over, and I can see how Donald Trump got elected on the basis of this press conference because she's just spouting this fake news in such a convincing way, like she's saying it as if she's not like lying in her own mind. She fully believes what she's saying, and in that sense, you know, it's hard to. Uh, <coughs> you're just thinking. I'm, you start second guessing yourself, like what you saw. <laughs> I think that's going to be the play from future opponents for Katie now. Um, try to or cry foul, and then try and hope for a rematch, create some drama, and yeah. erase their profile. She certainly got herself on the radar in the sense that she'd probably get a rematch with McCaskill or. Or she'll probably get a fight with McCaskill yeah. or a rematch with Pursoon. You know, she's, she's, in the, yeah. she's in the zone's mind. She's she in should be mind. delighted that she fought Katie because I know what she got paid. Yeah, I and know also, what she's been paid before. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, a, it's plus, se- like several times the amount she's ever been paid. Like we were talking about her fight against Candy Wyatt, uh, which we were uh, looking at how she won that fight. But look at the difference setting, the surroundings. She... She's fighting in Manchester, massive crowd. Like so, she must be thinking, "Yeah, I want more of that," mm. and she probably wants to get. But her attitude stunk even during the fight. You know, it was like you could see there was like a. She she was coming to win, but she was coming with like a chip on her shoulder that the the cards are stacked against me in a way, yeah. and that, you know, she was complaining at every turn, any any time they came close, any time there was a. A straight punch behind the head or anything like that. She or heads came close. She was complaining yeah. and making a big deal and just and she she didn't win the fight. It's plain and simple. It, so it kind of reminded she, me of Ochigava in the Olympic final, mm. where she just you know as the decision was given. Well, like that was a look. That was a much closer fight, in fairness. But you could see Leonard who after Katie gets her hand <coughs> raised for the win, she kind of walks away from the referee. They're walking towards each other. And Leonard Atu doesn't really want to engage with her, and she's just shaking her head. And you know, mm. like I'd love to sit down and watch the fight with her and say, "Can you show me how you won this fight, please?" Yeah, that was a much closer fight. Yeah, oh, the Ashikawa yeah. one, yeah, big time. Like not to do Leonard Atu a total disservice. Like I had it something like 
six rounds to three, one even for Taylor. So she was in the fight. And each oh, yeah, round, each round was she was wasn't a shutout. Right? Yeah. She was game as they come. She pushed her, but she, Taylor, had, she did her Katie at one stage. Yeah. I think it was round eight, like towards the end. Yeah. But Katie recouped, and you have to weather those storms. You do in a fight, especially a world championship fight. There's always going to be moments like that. Um, and yeah, like I said, she weathered it. And like, if Katie, that's all Katie has to do now. She doesn't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. She's had those, like, she's had those gut checks. She's had those blood and guts fights. Yeah. Just go back to your boxing. Go back to your amateur style, and uh, with a little bit more head movement, and no one will touch her. Yeah. Like broadly, it was a, it was more of a boxing performance than we're used to as for Katie Taylor as a pro. But I was impressed. Like. The check hook, left hook was landing all night, and her exits were a bit better in the sense that slightly she, she was used to move angle. back in straight lines constantly. There was a little bit more angles, variety. There. Still a bit edgy watching it, though. Are you, I don't know. I, yeah. uh, I, I, I'd like to see more of this. Then where you'll you'll have more confidence, but you always fear that she's going to get drawn in, or that one of those wild winging right hands are going to catch her. So still a little bit edgy watching her, but. That's just because um, you care too it, much. Yeah, but a lot of performance. And like <laughs> yeah. that moment after when she got that round of applause, it was it was lovely. It was nice for her. She deserves it. And like it was a and it was a, like really um, a changing. I don't know, changing in the, of whatever the pers- perspective of female boxing now. I think she's elevated it again to yeah. another level. And uh, we've already talked about it that she will be headlining another show. Maybe in America next year. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, that's another, like, another boundary that she breaks down. And um, The talk after, so I was watching, obviously, Matt, or you were asked about it, actually, about we don't have to refer to them Mm. as female boxers. They're boxers. Yeah. That's coming. That's that's starting to happen. Well, like, yeah, when you look at, like, well, when you look at her and Terry Hoffa and some of the other ones, like Clarissa Shields, um... Jessica McCaskill, I would say as well, uh, Selena Brackhouse, maybe Amanda Serrano. You can't. They're not female. Like they're they're good enough as boxers on merit. That's yeah. you know what I'm saying. You can yeah. just watch them technically and and what everything else they do and just judge them as boxers. It doesn't matter. It's like and when they're gonna fight each other, then it's it's just gonna be a boxing match. Yeah, absolutely. And like Eddie Hearn is a promoter, so it's his job to pick up his fighters. But he was mentioning Taylor in the same breath as Canelo, Anthony Joshua. She's on that sort of level and. He said, in his own opinion, she would headline Sky Sports box office in 2020. Like, so that's a that's a huge thing. And with the right undercard and the right opponent, like against Amanda Serrano or pursuing a rematch, people saw how good that fight was. Or Cecilia Brykhouse, which is very marketable to undisputed champions. It's never been done before fighting each other. So you know, what it, weight do they fight? It's feasible for that one. I think he said he didn't want her to go too far up. So I'd say it'd be more incumbent on Bright. Brackers to come down to maybe 142 or something like that. She's fighting at the end of the month against Bustos, yeah. who Katie beat. Mm. So that'd be interesting. Even some, I know y- you kind of like looking at previous opponents of Katie to see how they do against potential opponents. I know it doesn't; it's not an exact science, but sometimes it can maybe give you a little indication of of what's to come. But that would be my only concern. That fight is she's she's a lot bigger, but fight like that on the outside. Get in and out. Don't get any. Don't uh, sustain any damage, and uh, she should be able to beat all of these. And look, she's going to have to go to points. I think she's not going to stop any of these. Yeah, and the other thing that's been mentioned, um, talk from the zone's perspective of an all-female card on International Women's Day, which is March the eighth. So it'll be the weekend of that date, 
and that again would be huge for the sport from a from a women's perspective. Um, so hopefully that can come to pass or something like it. It'd be great. Any particular opponents, Andy, you'd like to see her get in with no, in 2020? No, for now she has to. F- it's all going to be big fights from now on, isn't it? There's no more padding, or not even padding the record. No more like no more mandatories even. Yeah, it's going to be Serrano, uh, Brackhouse, and then Persoon. I'd probably maybe in that order or in any, or in any order. You know, I think they'll leave Persoon till the end, which uh, would be nice. So the thing about this fight as well, Vada. Yeah. Is that going to be a stipulation now from Katie Taylor's team to any of these fighters? If you want to fight Katie, I think so. Vada are on board. Well, like, if you're not on board, there was a lot of Vada. like. Yeah. It's 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 right because if they 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 want this big money, then yeah. they're going to have to well, do, do the job. Also, like the fact, like what they can do, Eddie Hearn can say, look, if you know, if we're offering you the fight, if you're not willing to get on board with Vada, you know, doesn't look good on you. Mm. So. It's, uh, but it definitely favours Katie. And Pursun had an adverse finding as well, which kind of flew under the radar ahead of that fight. So you can understand why the, the Taylor camp are a little bit you know, queasy about this sort of stuff. And like, in fairness, Matchroom have been on board with Vada for a long time to the detriment of their own cards. We remember Billy Joe Saunders fell off the card with Andrade, which is the headliner. The New York card almost fell apart with Jarrell Miller. So, you know, they're, sometimes it's to their own cause. <laughs> what happened that one? So, <laughs> All's well that ends well. Yeah. Four weeks on Saturday. I know. He's, have you seen his his uh, his body transformation? Yeah. I'm, I'm worried. He says he's going like, to be eight pounds lighter. I think he's going to be a lot more than eight pounds, judging by yeah, his I, current like, condition. Well, I'll end up, if he loses, people are like, ah, you were better the other way. <laughs> Give the guy a Snickers and let him fight. Yeah. And very exciting news, just while you mention it, like, we've been talking about it for a few weeks, but John O'Carroll's going to be on that card against Scott Quigg, which yeah. is all the makings of it. A great little firefight. Intriguing fight, isn't it? It's yeah. Like they have put together. I know it's wild on the road, but it's looking like an exciting card, mm. isn't it? Yeah. They've got Michael Hunter against Povetkin. Um, a couple of other heavyweight fights. Yeah, and, and it's a really, it's a really nice start time from our perspective for a change. Where Joshua be in the ring around nine o'clock, mm. so you know we won't be staying up right, at yeah. four o'clock in the morning this time. Ah, uh, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> can, I can come back to haunt you. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Crowd at the start of the show there's not a whole lot more to say about it really um, a cap on a, on a really memorable career and it's a, it's a weird one he mentioned it and uh, his team also mentioned it that it's actually a blessing in disguise that he looked so under par because <laughs> if he looked sensational they would have been like oh you know he could fight Teofimo Lopez and make a couple of million or he could fight whoever you know so at least he knows it's time I'm to done. go you know? he's yeah. done he's got like he, as I said there's, there's a film in him Someone has to play him if people want to send in their suggestions. Cause, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> no. He can uh, play anybody. <laughs> then you, he's got to have a few, few more, a few books as well in there. So Yeah. yeah he, plus, he's, he's such a likeable personality as well. Like I'm sure, you know, I'd be, I'd be surprised if he wasn't beside you, Andy, in the. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, he's got the experience of fighting some of the best as well. So. I can't see why people wouldn't want to tap into that. Mm. And Andy, was talk of your book being bought for, for movie rights? Mm. Still ongoing. Have you yeah. any ideas in mind for a potential... John Duddy should play you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and play himself. <laughs> <laughs> you do a Tom Hardy on it. Tom Hardy would be a good player. Yeah. I'm going to get... Uh, I like Will Poulter. He's a young actor. Do you know him? Oh, yeah. yeah. I like him. Let's see. 
Yeah, sure. Again, suggestions are welcome for that. Tony Doyle, a friend of mine, he's an actor now. He's he's been on to me. He wants to do it, but we'll see. That'd be excellent. I'm just. I take an extra part as an extra, just like yeah. a like just a walk on kind of walk through a scene because uh, I know obviously. If you say a few words, you have to get paid extra. I'm not even looking for that. Myself <laughs> and Rowan, we. I'll be, I'll be Max Kellerman. I can be Jim Lampley. Yeah. I'm only, I, no, I'd be happy enough just to be sit, like just hitting a bag <laughs> in one of the gym scenes. No. Go get him, Jim. Yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. <laughs> uh, we've had a few domestic fight of the year candidates, and none more so than Lewis Ritson in his last fight out. But a really good fight at the weekend. I need Colin. Cash. Yeah, good fight. Yeah. When it. it Zigs and zagged, and you weren't quite sure how it was going to end up, but Cash ultimately rallied and, and got the stoppage. Yeah, they set out at a like a lightning pace, and there was no feeling out. But um, good fight, and Cash, the you'd say the more like before you would said he was more has more quality, more like different ways of fighting, and I think that was difference, you know, and obviously the power. But Cullen had some power too, you know, great fight, and it's. The one thing that I appreciated about it is that, like, when a young fighter, as I said before, you know, when you have that thing where you hurt an opponent, but then they rally back, it can really it takes a strong mentality to to, to weather that, you know, to go through that and then finish out the fight with what was the eighth round. So yeah. there was a big, you know, there was a big difference between knocking him down in the first round, hard and heavy, almost getting him out of there, punching himself out almost, and then having to. Um, manage his enemies, pick his spots, unload his, those, you know, they were unloading bombs, both of them were, unload those big punches, but then also take his rest up close and know how to nullify Colin. And uh, he just took his time then after the first round and good fight. He had to take a lot of punches and uh, go through some stuff, but he he came through it like he Yeah, that must be well. so frustrating though when you think the fight was so close to being stopped. Mm. Like Howard Foster was there, he was looking and you were thinking he's going to stop it. It goes, but if you've been in that situation yourself before where you're hitting someone, you're giving it everything and they're still there and you're like, what do I have to do to get rid of this guy? Almost carb off. What? You're 16, 17 punches. Oh, guy. yeah, no, no yeah, he wouldn't go down, but I knew the referee, like, <laughs> I was just praying the, praying the referee would come in, like, I was just unloading, but, um, no, I know it's like, yeah, it must be just, just, just like, whatever. Well, you were used to one punch. And yeah, I had it like yeah, to walk off. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's why I didn't answer that question. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't want to sound too arrogant by saying usually I hit them and they went down. But, but uh, I suppose he will learn a lot from it. The fact that he had yeah. to do that. So yeah, I suppose he. Also <coughs> he's got a little chip on his shoulder. Cash, he feels you know he's got like got a little attitude. I can see him being a bit of an been an attraction. Can you you know mm. good looking guy and. Good like, fight, exciting, great name. He's been on yeah. a great, great name. He's been on the next gen circuit for a while, but now he, that was a proper like sort of yeah. prime time showcase for him. And he, he graduation delivered. Uh, puts Roy Sheen's win in good contest. I know, yeah. Roy Sheen had Cullen out in two rounds, was it? Wow. In the last man standing, so yeah. Cullen had him like Sheen had Cullen out, and Roy trained him for like three weeks. Feels <laughs> like these, these <laughs> domestic. Title fights in Britain, like like our fighters are are just as good. Like they don't. Sheen's a quality. Yeah. Like it's just a shame what's happened to him, and even now, like he just can't find time to train because he's got to work. He's got a family to support, and like so much potential lost there. Mm. Just hope someone can take a chance on him, or the chips will fall in a certain way. But you mentioned Terry Harper against uh, one of my favorite gatekeepers in boxing, Vivian Obanoff, who fought Katie Taylor and beat Tasha Jonas, and was again. Does exactly what she says in the tin. Came to Oof. fight, 
If you're not if you're not over level, she's going to beat you, and Harper managed to navigate it. For a lot of rounds and a huge swelling on the right as well, open off, tough as they come. But yeah, Harper's a nice boxer, yeah. well balanced, good variety, long range, short range, good power in her right hand too. Yeah, she's a nice boxer, and who knows, she could be challenging Katie at the end. Like if Katie wants to continue at the end of this run of big fights, by the time she comes around, by the time that comes around, she gets through those. Harper could be a big name and ready to challenge her. Yeah, and Chantal Cameron's uh, coming up the crest of a wave as well. I think uh, Harper, for her part, has uh, Eva Wallstrom, mm. uh, former Katie Taylor opponent for the Super Featherweight title in her next fight, so that's a, that's a big step up. Um, She's obviously a fan of Katie as well, so that yeah, it was would, nice. you could see how the, the narrative would go if they do fight. Yeah, and, and Nelson the card, any Martin McCauley got a win? Martin McCauley got a win, yeah. It was, wasn't much of a fight, was it, against Joey Hernandez or something like that, the guy was named? That wasn't much of a fight. Um, no, there wasn't really much too too much on the on like on the off TV fights. Mm. Uh, Kaza Ashvak, yeah, Paul, good Hope Price had him at his debut. He's a good kid. Yeah, a lot of skill and a lot of talent. Taking taking him probably longer to transition into a professional professional game, but I could tell he was probably a little bit. Um, not upset, but a little bit annoyed that he didn't get a stoppage in his debut, but that'll come. Mm. He's a good kid, yeah. good fighter. And across the pond, a huge fight, one of the biggest fights of the year so far. And normally when we say these fights are on in the early hours of the morning, we're talking about our own perspective. But for even the US fans, yeah. this fight ended at 2 a.m. Yeah, well, the, the, we didn't stay up, do did we? Did you stay up for yeah, I got up the next morning. I didn't stay up. Did you stay up? But I, I didn't stay up. I, I went to bed to get up, so I got up at 4 a.m., thinking like I knew there was this possibility that the fight would be stalled for a bit because of what was happening in New York the the UFC event that was on as well but the fact that Garcia won and you had an arena in in Vegas where there was no boxing like they actually ended up putting the UFC on the screen and a lot of, I could see some of the reaction from the the boxing writers that were there it was like boxing took a knee tonight <laughs> you know they should never and do you know what like there's rooms for all sports. We can all watch different sports. Some people like boxing and MMA. Yeah. Some people are very much boxing only. Some people are very much MMA only. You know, you can embrace them all. But if you're a pain punter inside that <coughs> arena in Vegas and you're hanging around, you pay six hundred dollars for a ticket. Yeah, you're sitting like this, looking up at the yeah. spot. You know they want to. Yeah, um, and you're hanging around because the uh, zone have. I've done this, like you'd be absolutely disgusted. Yeah. And then, and then when the, so the fight starts after five o'clock, and then they come out, and before the fighters come out, they have the Russian anthem, they have the Mexican anthem, and they have the American anthem, right? So I'm there, like I'm struggling here at this stage. I'm only just back, back up, but <coughs> and I was working later that day. So, and like I, I watched the World Cup, the Russian anthem doesn't go on for, it seemed to go on for about three minutes. So he must be pulling every verse out. So that went on for about 10 minutes. Even the guy singing the American anthem over singing, as sometimes is the case. And Always the case. I don't know, sometimes you just get the, the standard. But uh, then when the fight starts, you know, I was actually thinking, geez, Kovalev is doing all, he's, he's doing all right here, Kovalev. And uh, as it was going on, I was thinking, actually, you know, you know what's happening here? It's going to go to points, and Canelo's going to win by way more than he should. But Canelo, in fairness, he took, it, he took away that controversy. The, the video I was watching the next morning, uh, I saw, I tried to avoid it, but like you, 
you search for a link, you find it. And then I found it, didn't know who won, clicked on the video. But then you see the duration of the video, and it was like 35 minutes. So I was like, this does not go the full way. Yeah, you at know the end, that. you're like, I don't know how this fight's going to end because there were, I don't know, it, pictures came out from the dressing rooms beforehand of the two lads asleep. <laughs> and I thought some of them were, they were still asleep at some stages because there, was, there wasn't much happening in the fight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, clinical finish and. You could see in the shortness of Canelo's punches at the end of the finish, like he knew he was going to take him out of there. And there was only four minutes left in the fight, but it wasn't as if he was flailing. Like I know the consensus ringside was he was behind. The judges actually unsurprisingly had him ahead. But yeah. he finished it in such a way that he knew it was coming. He was waiting for an opening. It didn't matter when it came. He took his chance, and it was a lovely he finish. Picked it up being that round 11 compared to what he had. No, he was just mostly ambling around and... Like I said, it was only a matter of time, and, and the punch that did it, it was beautiful because he from he went down with his hook, but then he turned the last minute to a hook to the chin. It looked like he was going to the body. Kovalev braced, and then didn't expect it to land on his chin. Yeah. What do you think, like, even, I know it's irrelevant now, but was Kovalev ahead, do you think? Or... Because even looking at the score, like it's like if you have pity pat punching and mm. it looks so negative, and I, 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 the fight was touching gloves before the round, touching gloves after the round, okay, you know, but don't touch gloves before yeah. a round. But the first round, friend, it was like, no, it was like, let's be friends, you know, like it's like an unsaid, unverbalized agreement between the two of them, you know, like, yeah, just, just move around, you know what I mean, like you pat pat and I just walk forward. Uh, but then he, but then he did wake up. He did, he did wake up. Like you could see that from the start of the round, he, he had real purpose. Yeah, well, like, I, he, I he just was, thought, like, say something like the first round where Canelo barely throws a punch, and then you go to the judges' scorecards and you see one judge has given him that round, and it must be a great feeling for Canelo knowing that once he doesn't get knocked out, he's going to win. Fights. He can fail drug tests. Yeah, he can tell his promoter what to do. <laughs> And he can, uh, and get all, any decision. And all, he can walk second. getting paid. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah, thirty-six million or something. Oh, it was for yeah. for that fight, but for, that, that fight, for the whole yeah. the whole thing. That's why, like, you have to take the criticism of the zone with a pinch of salt if you're in the Canelo team. If you're getting paid close to half a billion dollars, I'm lying. That I'm waiting to like yeah. you tell me when I'm gonna yeah. fight. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not a believer in compu box necessarily. Like, it's a good ballpark figure but it's not exact but like just looking at those numbers so Alvarez landed 133 of 345 punches Kovalev landed less 115 but threw 745 so if you're throwing like meaning, meaningless jabs which are like daily landing on Canelo's gloves oh well that wasn't it wasn't great was he like what he didn't even have a go you know what I mean he didn't even bite down and say right, let's just have a tear up here and I'll go down fighting he was yeah. just the crusher the crusher got crushed yeah he didn't uh he didn't even take a chance. He didn't unload the right hand really at all. It was about six o'clock when it was over. When it was all over, and at that stage, what did you do then? I went back to bed, but honestly, I was looking. Rory McIlroy was going well in the golf with four holes to go, and I was thinking, but I stay up and watch the end of that. I ended up going to a playoff, but I didn't. I went back to bed for about four hours. But I really should have just done my U-lads done and just had a proper night's sleep. So uh, he's a hall of famer now. There's no, there's no two ways about it. He's going to yeah. get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Of course he will. What, um, like, how do we feel about Canelo? The fact that he's stepping up the weights and he's knocking people out. Yeah. Uh, well, like, so he's the fourth uh, 154-pounder uh, former champion to move up and win a light heavyweight. So he joins Ray Leonard, 
Tommy Hearns, Mike McCallum. But like the way those lads fought was slightly different. They weren't stalking their opponents in the way Canelo did the other night. Like he, the, the frames were, he just looked so wide. It was an unnatural physique in my opinion. Like he don't want to cast aspersions necessarily. He beefed up, you're saying? <laughs> he did, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like what what he does in the ring and how he fights yeah it's it's that's it like uh, I wouldn't say sensational but it's 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 he's he's the best he's, like you know what I mean him and Lomachenko Terence Crawford the three of them you put them together whatever way you like whatever one you want they're the three best fighters in the world right now and he is a case strongly strong case of saying he is the standalone yeah. best fighter in the world because well, how he fights what he does in the ring his ability to slip and uh, uh, pressure fighters slip punches uh, and counter um, there's nobody else who can do it like him but the technical improvement I can't believe like it, so the guy who got outboxed by Lara mm. lost that fight got the decision surprisingly <laughs> well, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine got a draw there Got a draw against Mayweather, even he's not a lost great fighter. Right? He's not a great fighter because he doesn't get like great fighters don't get smacked around. <laughs> like uh, he got smacked around by well, by Mayweather. Like you know, yeah. that's that's it. But he, there is a huge improvement in him. Yeah, you have but to like, say. So one judge had it. Was it CJ Ross had it at level for against Mayweather? So yeah. he's always had that on his side, even from his infancy. But like that guy who seems so one dimensional and like one paced has turned into this guy with so many wrinkles to his game and. I tweeted something to this effect. Like, you watch his last five fights, mm. he fights a different way entirely in each of those fights. Like, against Golovkin, in the first fight, he got criticism for fighting off the back foot. Golovkin, Abel Sanchez in particular, was giving him stick for saying, come and meet me in the middle of the ring. The way the Mexicans fight. And in the second fight, it was Golovkin that was retreating. So, in fairness, credit where it's due. And I'm always reluctant to give him too much credit. But I find when I'm watching his fights, because of the stuff that's gone on, yeah. I want him to lose. And... You know he's an unbelievable boxer, but I just find I'm trying to separate all the stuff that's gone on. But I find myself watching his fights in the hope that someone's going to beat him, and then I can go, "That'll teach you now." But <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen because he's just too good. And we've seen the clenbuterol cases risen again with Ray Vargas, Julio Cesar Martinez, who both returned adverse findings, yeah. but have been uh, cleared of any wrongdoing because of the same excuse that it was contaminated meat so you know Canelo might be vindicated in the long run here I very much doubt it but, uh, but we'll see there'll be um, no issue obviously with vegan world champions <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> last word on that if, if anyone wants it but before we uh, move on I should mention Billy Joe Saunders is one man who fancies the job and he returns this weekend he's going to fight Callum Smith is probably in, in like you give Saunders a chance against him, but Canelo's looked just so good, hasn't he? You know, but you would give I, Saunders and Smith are probably the only two men right now who can challenge him. I would say. Well, unless he, I don't know who do you see. Is there anybody else that you see? Well, he's not going anywhere near Baterbiev or or Valshik, put it yeah. that way. So or Bival even. So I think those lads are are a little bit too big. Yeah. Uh, and are in their prime, so I can't see him going near those. But Saunders has the style to beat him. As you said, Canelo has improved to such a level where I think I think Saunders would have conclusively beaten him a couple of years ago, but not so sure anymore. And where that fight would happen as well, might he might ask Saunders to come up and meet him at 175. Mm. So yeah, you don't know. Um, one thing on Saunders, like it's a it's a gimme fight this weekend, really. But he only arrived in LA on Tuesday. Yesterday, as we're recording now, so that's it's quite late, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think he had some visa issues. I think it only got got uh, got issued a visa late in the day so 
It's not ideal preparation, is it? It's not, but he's just a crazy guy. He'll just go in there. <laughs> he look, he look good. You know, he'll, he'll give this guy a wolf and then, um, I know it's a big debate. What do you guys think about it? About like a, a world champion, two-time world champion fighting on the on the card of two YouTubers? Yeah. What yeah. do you think about this? I honestly don't like. I, I don't, don't care. Do I, you, I, I don't want to send girl like, uh, old man on this, but I don't know who these lads are. <laughs> I remember the story of when they fought first. And people are saying that there was this fight on YouTube and there was such and such amount of views. And I didn't actually watch it, but here it is on pay-per-view. I still don't know who the lads are. Like, are they, They're just YouTubers. I'm like, what do they do on YouTube? Because like, this quote is Quote, unquote, YouTube. funny videos. We're YouTubers. Yeah, that's true. We are YouTubers. <laughs> never really thought about that. Right? You type in Andy Lee to YouTube. I mean, there's plenty of hits there for you. Literally. Yeah. Well, Whereas, what comes up with what and Phil Egan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not one of those people that will Google myself or YouTube. Like personally, again, I don't want to be too sanctimonious about it, but you know, they're not they're wearing ten ounce gloves, they're no head guards, it's a proper professional fight and given what's happened in the sport in the last month. Probably no drug quite testing involved. But the might, trainer, if they fight in California State if they fight in California, they will be drug tested after the fight because mm. they'll have to be licensed in California. Oh yeah, this is a fully Pro fight, unlike the last one, which is a bit of a yeah. glorified. Sounds like Ronan's on board. Sounds like Ronan's already booked that uh, no, pay per view. Really either way, I think I think it's going to have a good. Knock- it's got to have some knock on effect up for boxing, like for fans watching it. You know, I think Devin Haney stands to benefit because he's of an age profile similar to the people who are going to be tuning into this, yeah. and you know he's a budding star. And this, yeah. he, all you can do is gain fans from this. That's the worst case scenario. So he is. He woke up one day as the WBC champion because Lomachenko was elevated to franchise champion which is another farce in an already farcical governing body system but uh, he's a world champion now so he gets his first defence this weekend They're looking forward to seeing him um, speaking of people putting themselves in harm's way in a sport they're not overly familiar with Tyson Fury took a few bumps against Braun Strowman but <laughs> came through yeah. got the I had a feeling he was going to win he got the W yeah. uh, I had a feeling he was going to win but he, he took a bit of punishment after the win because you don't you know, if you beat someone that you're not meant to to beat, then they'll come back at you. So what do you mean? Well, after the fight, wasn't he? Didn't he get thrown around a bit? By who? By Braun Strowman? Yeah. Oh, listen, he'll be, he'll be fine. He got his he got his fifteen million dollars. He'll. Uh... I really think they missed a trick by. I know Wilder's fighting Ortiz soon, but if Wilder had come in, chair to the back of yeah. Tyson Fury, that would have been unbelievable. I'm sure they'll. Maybe Royal Rumble time. Ooh. Would have been awkward because they actually are going to fight soon. So, like, <laughs> if, he, if he's going to allow Wilder to run in and hit him in the back with a chair, then, like... Well, Fury and Strowman actually fought the other day. That was <laughs> proper. Well, so that, that was on Sky Sports as well. We've got KSI, Logan Paul on Sky Sports box office as well this weekend. But they have redeemed... Anybody buying it? I can't say, yeah. No. They have redeemed themselves somewhat, though, because we've got a special treat tomorrow on Sky Sports in New York against Donair. Lunchtime as well. That's a nice... Ah. It's ideal for us. You should yeah. be in the office. Yeah, we should do a live off the brawl, uh, like a we should do a Joe Rogan style watching tree. Yeah, but I don't think it'll last too long. That oh, like a fight no. talk. Yeah, well, that'd be a five minute podcast. Um, you bring so the weed, and we'll do a Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're suggesting I bring it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he his last four opponents, anyways, haven't seen past the fourth round. So I think that's. That says it all. And I can punch. From Daenerys' point of view, yeah, he's he's looking for a knockout as well. Yeah, so it'll be over nice and early. I know Frampton has picked Daenerys. I know they're buddies, but 
he's yeah. going with Daenerys, so, you know. Well, look, hell of a, if Daenerys wins this thing tomorrow, it's unreal. As you said last week, how is he even in the final? Like, Hall of Famer, both of them are definitely Hall of Famers, but... I don't know if you know he's a Hall of Famer uh, yet. By no, the time it's all said and done. Not yet. Oh, when it's all said and done, Andy. Come on. I no. just I can't understand you didn't. This is not look too far ahead. Extend your stay in Japan to try and I'm take this fight. I was going to say in. that. If this was a month ago, I would have got this in nicely. Yeah. It's a pity. But yeah, he's 37 next week, Daener. Like, when he fought Frampton, it was almost like a sayonara sort yeah. of fight. Like, uh, I thought like Frampton was going to stop him. Uh, like, from the middle rounds, I could see, like, it was like, could Frampton, like, Turn the screw because it looked like he was ready to go. Like he, so, he, he locked out against Ryan Burnett in very unfortunate circumstances, but he was competitive enough while that fight was going on. Burnett was winning it, but he was he locked. He was certainly holding his own. Then his opponent pulled out in the semi-final, so he's coasted to the final. Yeah. Anyway, on the other side, has blitzed through everybody, and it, certainly he's in the conversation for pound for pound. It's a competitive uh, mantle at the moment. Yeah, he's not going to challenge the the three that Andy mentioned. Of course. I think he was in a few of the top tens, wasn't he, that we did? But he's right. Last out the there, which is probably well. I'm not sure if it proves a lot. No. I think no. it, like, you know. Like the, the crowning fight, it would have been him and Burnett, like, I think. Mm. That was the. Whatever, but the seeding is those were the two best fighters in the tournament, so that yeah. was what everyone was hoping for. It's, and Tete, it's pretty. Even if Tete would have been in the final now, that would be a good fight. I, you can see him moving up, like, he's going to. You're not gonna, he's not going to make the kind of money he merits in the bantamweight division, so he's going he's gonna to look further afield, as we've seen with other fighters of that ability. It's a shame. Like, you look at the other World Super Series um, of boxing, they've really, the winners of that have become real stars. Cross, not crossover, but almost, like Yusik and Josh Taylor. Taylor. Like, you know, but I wouldn't say, you know, he's going to have that. You know, he will be, within boxing, yeah, people will know who he is and recognise him. Even Callum Smith hasn't really kicked on. Like, mm. he's a fight with John Ryder. Uh, Having that fight in uh, over there in Saudi Arabia was yeah. the bad a move. They should have had it in England. Like, yeah, like imagine the, having a big fight in Saudi Arabia. It's <laughs> but like George Groves against Cal Smith. Yeah, come on, that's box office in England. If nothing else, um, the winner is an absolute superstar. That you know? fight did spawn the new the boxing version of Rebecca Vardy against Colleen Rooney with Groves and Frampton having a little bit of yeah. 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 I know. Yeah, that was t- he went in two foot Groves. Yeah, like, that's yeah. That's, really, what, that's what you I call going too far, I think. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I think we let the two lads settle that between yeah. themselves. Um, Sad to see. Before we go, unless there's any other business, we should shout out to Conrad Cummings, who returns this week in London against Danny Dignam. Slight underdog in that one, so hopefully he can get things back on track. Two back-to-back losses against Luke Keeler. You and Luke Keeler, or you were in Luke Keeler's camp? Oh, yeah, we went to um, Coliseum Gym yesterday. It was bad with uh, Pete Taylor's lads. Paddy Spad, Sin uh, and Kelly, and another lad, and Jason Spad, Luke Hill, Jason Quigley, and Luke Hill, and it was a great spa. Two of them did really well. And it's world class bar. And it's great to have that spa. Oh, yeah. What's it like then? So, you know, you're there. Do, do you have, if your fighters. I was just glad I was retired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if, you're, if your fighters doing well in the spa, you're kind of yeah. looking over at Pete going, ah, yeah. <laughs> Arms are all the gun. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, it, was, it was a good spa. It was even. Yeah. There was no winner, no loser like that. But. Um, you know, we have to do that in Ireland because there's no, there's a lack of sparring. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah. you have to go every spar with everybody. Even though Jason and 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 Luca in the same division could also easily fight. Fought somebody. as amateurs, didn't yeah, they? could easily fight somebody. Like it's going to benefit them now. Who I worry about the future and yeah. Um, so see it often, so many times that people have ended up fighting for yeah. world titles against each other. That they've sparred like it's not. 
so they both did well. It was a good spar. You always keep a little bit of do it again in, in, couple of weeks. in reserve, don't you? Yeah. So, any other fighters out there want to come and yeah. get some sparring? I'm, uh, Paddy's back in action next weekend. After brawl. <laughs> Paddy's back in, yeah, next weekend. Uh, so uh, fine preparation. He's sparring Friday, um, his last bar. Good stuff. So, we'll, uh, we'll recap this weekend's boxing and we'll, uh, we'll chat about that fight maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one story this morning Nicola Adams. Oh, retired. Retired, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we had a tough fight the last time. Yeah. A, it was a draw, wasn't it? And, Another London 2012 gold medalist, but never really quite came together for her. Signed by Frank Warner, you know, kind of didn't quite kick off in the way they probably hoped. But an unbelievable amateur, and yeah. she retires in the medal. Yeah, exactly. So uh, thanks, Andy. Thanks, Phil. Thanks to producers Tom, as usual, and uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now.